This is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the Word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Remain watchful and pay attention as we dive into what the Lord has for us today. Again, you are welcome to another episode. I thank God for your lives. I thank God for what God is doing. Hallelujah. Tonight, we look at Isaiah chapter 43 and then beginning to read from verse 14. Isaiah chapter 43, and I begin to read from verse 14. One thing is this, is to have God. The advantage of having God is that you can always begin afresh. You have a God of fresh beginning. You have a God that doesn't care about your past, what you have done. Doesn't care about it. That's why Paul said, by the Holy Ghost, forgetting things that are behind and pressing forward to the mark of the new calling in Christ. That's why the Bible says when the Holy Ghost came upon them, he said that your young men shall see visions. Then your old men will dream dreams. Why do you dream dream? Is it just for you for you to you know to get yourself excited? No. Dreams are meant to thrust you forward. Dreams are meant to explain some deep things, something you do not understand. Check out all the dreams of the Bible. Check out every dream of the Bible. The, one of the, those greatest dreams, like the dream of uh, Joseph, the dream of Joseph was, uh, was, uh, was futuristic, was prophecy. The dream of Jacob was a vision. So when you are talking about dream, it is God showing you something new. You can't stay one place. That is why you have God. And tonight I want to tell you, it doesn't matter what the past was. You have a God of fresh beginning. The God that can trust you forward. It doesn't matter whether you blew it. When Moses came down from the mountain and then he broke the tablet, the God of wonder told Moses, you did it again. You another devil, stone, like the first one. And then come to the mountain. And then I will give you again even the same tablet, the same law. Even Moses brought the tablet. The only thing that he took him now to mold it like God did it before. And then he took it to the mountain. The last one, the first one was that Moses went to the mountain empty-handed. And then he came down both with the tablet and the law. The Bible tells us what that tablet is. And that is our heart. God gives us our heart. The God tells us to return our heart unto him. So that he can write his word in our heart. That is what it means by you making it again. The first one that made, God made it and gave you breath of life. But when you are going to come again, you come with your heart and surrender your heart unto God. And then God himself will now write his law in your heart. Thank you, Holy Father. The advantage of having God. The Bible says what advantage is Israel that they have God because this is the oracle of God. They have the word of God. They are the oracle of God. So when you have God, you can never commit suicide. When you have God, you can never be in stupor. When you have God, you can never be in squalor. When you have God, you have hope. 
Only those that don't have God that don't have hope. If you have God, you have hope. You say hope, the father make it, the heart sick. When you have God, you know that God is knows tomorrow. God has declared the end of a thing from, from the beginning. I like what Manuel and the wife said. The wife of Manuel told Manuel and said, if God eh, was, was displeased with us, he would have killed us. But we are alive. If you are alive today, then God messes upon your life. Stop criticizing God. And then ask God for a fresh vision. And ask God for a fresh dream. And God will lift you up. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 43, reading from verse 14. He said, Don't say the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I have, I have sent to Babylon. I have brought down all their nobles. For your sake, I have sent to Babylon. And I have brought down their nobles. This is the Holy One of Israel talking. Hallelujah. For your sake, God bring down nobles. And the Chaldeans, eh, whose cry is in the ships. Verse 15. He said again, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Don't say the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and the house. And, 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 and horse the army and the power they shall lie down together they shall not rise they are extinct they are quenched as stone. now there is where we're beginning when he introduced himself he introduced himself so that you can know he said he's your redeemer what does he mean he's your redeemer what he means is that even if you sin against him, you rely upon him. He will redeem you. Even if that you have entered into death, make covenant with this devil. That's why he says, I am your redeemer. I am the one that redeemed you. You don't need to go and pay price by yourself. So that is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking to his people. He said, I am the Holy One. The creator of Israel, your king. I am your redeemer, the holy one of Israel. I am your redeemer. Job said, I know my redeemer liveth. When Job said that, you know my redeemer liveth, Job was talking because he was in a big in a big soup. Job was suffering. But Job knew that his redeemer liveth. And the Redeemer came. He says, I know upon this earth I will see him. He said, I will see him with my eyes. He confessed it. And he saw the Lord. He saw the wonders of God. He saw the miracles of God. He was redeemed from death. He was redeemed from sickness. He was redeemed from pains. He was redeemed from sorrow. That is what it means to trust God. When you have God, you have hope. When you have God, you have tomorrow. When you have God, you have future. Glory to God. He said, I am the Holy One. I am the Lord, your Holy One. Eh? The creator of Israel. The creator of all things. Eh? Your king. Your king. Your president. 
I am your president. I am your king. I am the final one. I hold the final word. Who is God to you? Who is God to you? Now he began to tell them. He said, I bring four chariots and I cause the army to bow down. I cause your enemies to bow down. God was introducing himself. And then he comes to verse 18 and say, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Remember not the former things. Forget about your failures. Forget about the past. Behold, I will do a new thing. And that is where we are talking from. The God that does new things. The God that does new things. The God that does not care what your checkered past is like. What's your past like? What's your mistakes? Throw them away and look unto God right now. Check out all the errors. He said to my heart, I'm the God of fresh beginning. I do new things. I do new things in your life. If God does new things, then why should you be crying and weeping? Then thank Him for new things. Tell Him to do something new in your life. You don't like the present life. God said, I do new things. Tell God to do new things. Tell God to do something new. He said that I make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I make a way in the wilderness. I do new things. It doesn't matter whether you are in the wilderness. There is God that does new things. It doesn't matter the losses. There is God that does new things. Even if you are in pain, in sickness, there is God that does new things. Even if you have lost all things, friends have forsaken you, family have rejected you, there is God that does new things. God that maketh the way in the wilderness. That causes river to flow in the desert. You are in the desert. He knows how to give you water. You believe this God today. Don't tell me anything contrary. God said he does new things. And he says it will spring forth. He said, will you not see it? It is going to spring forth. I will cause it to spring forth. The God that does new things. So today, God is going to do new things in your life. Today, God will do new things. The Lord promised to do new things. He said, remember not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Don't consider the failures. Don't consider the mistakes. Don't consider them. Look unto God now. 
God is alive. I like what Bartimaeus did. Bartimaeus came out. And Bartimaeus wanted something new in his life. And people were telling Bartimaeus to shut up. Bartimaeus cried more. Bartimaeus wanted a new life. God will give you a new life. God will do something new. Don't tell me you will remain where you are. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. We have read about Jabez. We have read about Jacob. God does new things. He created a new world. When darkness was everywhere, he said, let there be light. And there was light. God created a new thing. God made it a way where there is no way. And I believe him. So tonight I decree a new thing. A new thing in your life. A new thing in your family. A new thing in my life. A new thing in your ministry. I decree it. You have tarried on this mountain for too long. The God of new beginning. The God of friend beginning. You thank God friend beginning. Lord, do new thing in my life. Lord, do new thing in my life. You say, God, do new thing in my life. That is who God is. God has boasted to you and said, I will do a new thing. Then why are you dying where you are? Why should you die in that sickness? Why should you die? Why should poverty strangulate you? Rise up it because you don't know God. It is because you don't know God. You think you know God? You don't know God. You don't believe Him. If you believe Him today, your life will be changed. He called Moses and said, Make garments for Aaron, for glory and for beauty. The priestly garment is for glory and for beauty. If you are a priest of the Lord, it is for glory. It is for beauty. You are supposed to carry glory on your life. You are supposed to be beautiful. Glory means you are not looking like a pauper. That is what it means. When we read yesterday, he said that the, the, the seed of the righteous, that they shall, shall be at peace shall be at peace at ease and the India is prosperity shall be at ease shall be at prosperity shall have good shall have favor that is what comes upon you when you wear the priestly garment you can't be a priest without glory a leper is not meant to be a priest when you are leprous, you are quarantined. You are quarantined. The power of God heals you. There are things that should not be in our life. Enough of nonsense. The glory of God upon your life is supposed to be glory tangible. Glory. It is abomination for princes to walk on food. And servants to ride on horses is an abomination. You are a prince of the Most High. 
You are a child of the Most High. You are a daughter of the Most High. You said for glory and for beauty. Yeah, all this way hitherto though you have not had glory. But tonight I decree glory. Today I decree beauty over your life, over your ministry, over your family, over your business. Glory that comes from God. Moses came down from mountain and Moses was enveloped with the glory of God. Moses began to shine. And Bible says, if the ministration of death had glory, how much then the ministration of the Spirit? If Moses entered the mountain and came down with glory, how much more will you be endowed with glory by the listening to the word of God? Don't tell me anything. Don't speak anything to me. Like Daniel, I don't want to hear any other thing. God called me for glory and beauty. God called me unto glory and beauty. Lord, glorify yourself. Jesus came down and said, Father, my soul is even now troubled. He said, Lord, glorify your name. Lord, glorify your name. Lord, glorify your name. And then a voice came and said, I have glorified it. I will glorify it. Jesus said, I have glorified your name on earth. Oh, we are meant to glorify God. We are meant to show for the glory of God. We are meant to show for the beauty of God. The Bible says we are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A peculiar people. A holy nation. Father called out of darkness into marvelous light to show for the glory of him that called us out of darkness. We are called to show the beauty of the Lord. We are called to show the wealth of the Lord. We are called to show the honor of the Lord. Father, it is our calling. The God of glory. The God of beauty. The God of honor. The God of power. The God of glory. Glorify your life. Glorify my life. The God of glory. We did not pray and say the God of glory. Glorify my life. Glorify my life. Do a new thing in my life. The God of glory. Do a new thing in my life. The God of glory. Do a new thing in my life. Oh Lord, my eyes are upon you. Do a new thing in my life. I receive it. Oh, the God of glory. Do a new thing in my life. Do a new thing, the God of glory. Do a new thing, the God of glory. Do a new thing, the God of glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's who God is. That's who God is. You don't reduce God. Don't reduce God before me. Do not reduce God before me. For I have a God that does new things. A God that does wonderful things. I don't care what the past is. God said to me, I've called you for glory. I've called you for beauty. And I receive his word. And I release that same word unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Father. I remain your brother. Your regular holy lost brother. Apostle James Okbabe transfiguring the word by the word of God and bringing joy to the face of many. Remember to let somebody else 
hear what you are hearing and then if god leads you to support our ministry support it whichever angle you want to do it and god will bless you and god will honor you in the mighty name of jesus christ thank you father god will do a new thing in your life i remain your regular host the lord brother apostle james okpabi transfiguring the world by the word of god and bringing joy to the faces of many see you next time if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to check us out online via apostle james podcast on youtube facebook and everywhere podcasts are available thank you for your support be blessed and have an awesome day we will see you next time on apostle james podcast oh, you die for me. Oh, you die.